And welcome to episode 98 of the Get More Sports Podcast. My name is Doug McCain. Thanks for rocking with us once again on today's episode. We've got blockbuster trades in Major League Baseball and in the NBA. We're going to break that all down. The NBA trade deadline is tomorrow. We're going to get into some rumors, all kinds of stuff here on episode 98 of the Get More Sports Podcast. Be sure to subscribe, rate, and review the podcast. Wherever you get your podcast these days, and then head to YouTube and give me all your takes right down below in the comments section. Got some about Mookie Betts. Milone Money Mindset says, great video, bro. I would love to see the Sox trade Mookie. That would be hysterical. I know they won in 18, but the whole operation is imploding. Always enjoy your videos. Always enjoy your comments, Money Mindset. And look, it did happen. Mookie Betts did get traded. Then Hillary Alinsky said, Mookie Betts is like the Wookie Betts. I think she's talking about Chewbacca. So I don't know what she's talking about, but hey, head to YouTube. Give me all your takes right down below in the comment section so I can read them off on the next episode of the Get More Sports Podcast. But we've got a jam-packed show for you guys. Lots to get into, so let's get right into it. It's showtime. Are you ready? Let's get it on. And we've got a blockbuster in the city that invented blockbusters. Mookie Betts is headed to the Los Angeles Dodgers along with former Cy Young winner David Price. According to Jeff Passett, he tweets, Breaking, the Los Angeles Dodgers have agreed to a deal with the Boston Red Sox that would send star outfielder Mookie Betts and starter David Price to the Dodgers. Sources familiar with the deal tell ESPN deal is pending medical reviews and a blockbuster deal we're gonna break it all down lots of moving parts in this one you got Andrew Freeman a lot of people call him Andrew Frondman not anymore he makes this deal and he makes the Dodgers the front runners in the National League the Los Angeles Dodgers a 106 win team just got better. The Los Angeles Dodgers, a team that has been to two of the last three World Series, a team that is primed to win a World Series next season, just added the second best position player in the game in Mookie Betts. Dodger fans, get excited. This was the move that the Dodgers had to make. I've been saying it on the show for months now. Now, the first question is, is this a one-year rental for Mookie Betts and the Los Angeles Dodgers? You saw what they did with Manny Machado a few years ago. That was a rental. They had no intention of locking up Machado long-term. You remember Manny Machado. He said, hey, the Dodgers didn't want to pay me. Well, for Mookie Betts, it's a different story. According to John Heyman, he tweeted out, the Dodgers will try to keep Mookie Betts long-term. Talks may not start immediately, but they hope this isn't a one-year thing. They love Mookie, who was unable to come to a multi-year agreement with Boston despite its many tries. And if you're the Los Angeles Dodgers, how can you not? It's Mookie Betts, the second best position player in the game behind Mike Trout. This is Mookie Betts, the player that won the MVP in 2018. He's got a career batting average of 301, a career OPS of 893, a 42-war, four-time All-Star, four-time Gold Glove Award winner, three-time Silver Slugger, 
Mookie's monster year was his 2018 MVP season where he hit 346, smashed 32 dingers, and had an OPS of 1,078. He's finished first, second, sixth, and eighth in MVP voting over the last four years, and his per 162 averages were 28 home runs, 96 RBIs, 26 steals, 197 hits, and 125 runs. By every statistical measure, Mookie Betts is that superstar that the Dodgers and their fans have been waiting for. Mookie Betts is that guy, and Dodger fans lost their minds yesterday. Here's the Dodger fans when they found out they were getting Mookie Betts. The Dodgers didn't get a Nintendo 64, but they did get a guy that puts up video game numbers. Mookie Betts, he can do it all on the diamond, offensively, defensively. Mookie Betts is a superstar, but you had people yesterday, you had salty Red Sox fans coming out saying that Mookie Betts doesn't dominate in the postseason. Mookie Betts, his career, he's slashing 227, 313, and 654 in the postseason. And my comeback to that was, look, Mookie Betts, in his career, he's had 99 postseason plate appearances. You compare that to the regular season where he's had 3,629 plate appearances. I'm going to trust those regular season plate appearances over a couple postseasons. Look, Mookie Betts, there's no doubt in my mind that he has what it takes to rake in the postseason. And another thing, he's going to take the pressure off Cody Bellinger. Cody Bellinger, last year's MVP. Cody Bellinger, first three-fourths of the season, he was playing. It was an all-time year. We were talking about, is he going to be the first guy to hit 400? And then he had a drop-off, and he wasn't the same player. He started to feel the pressure. He was hitting a lot of home runs. He had a phenomenal year. But having Mookie Betts in that same lineup, it also balances out this once lefty-heavy lineup of the Los Angeles Dodgers. You bring Mookie Betts in, a righty that knows how to rake, a righty that doesn't strike out. It is a perfect fit for the Los Angeles Dodgers. So I wouldn't worry one bit about those postseason struggles. He's only 27 years old. He's in a contract year. He's going to play his best baseball. And to me, for Mookie, the bets is yet to come. And for the Los Angeles Dodgers, this was just a win on every single level. Look, Kenta Maeda, he was unhappy with his role. You know how his contract, it stipulates for him to get paid a certain amount. He has to be starting. Really, he pitches best baseball with the Dodgers coming out of the bullpen. He pitched great in that National Series last year. Jock Peterson, his contract was expiring. You got Alex Verdugo. I love Alex Verdugo. Don't get me wrong. Alex Verdugo was one of my favorite players in his short time with the Los Angeles Dodgers. But hey, he hasn't resumed baseball activities in six months since sustaining that injury. Maybe they know something about Alex Verdugo that we all don't. Maybe he could be a potential injury-prone player. But nonetheless, I still think that Alex Verdugo will go on to have a great, prosperous career with the Boston Red Sox. And I'm just happy for Joe Kelly's son. Joe Kelly's son, you know his favorite baseball team, right? Everyone meet Knox Kelly. <laughs> Who's your favorite baseball team? Uh, 
So the Dodgers seem like they have everyone from that team. They got Joe Kelly. They've got David Price. They've got Mookie Betts. Only thing they need now is Alex Cora. Oh, wait, that's probably not going to happen. But the Los Angeles Dodgers and Mookie Betts, it's nice to see him in a Dodgers fitted because, to me, he was the perfect fit. He looks like a Dodger. He sounds like a Dodger. And to me, this is a perfect fit for this organization. He's got that billion-dollar smile, that superstar quality that you need in this town. And I think Mookie Betts, his lasting memories will be with the Los Angeles Dodgers. He's going to end up being what Mike Piazza was. Remember, Mike Piazza, he was the best player the Dodgers had developed. He gets traded at 28, and then he's remembered as a New York Met. Now, the Red Sox, best player they've ever developed was Mookie Betts. They trade him away at 27. I think that his lasting memories will be with the Los Angeles Dodgers. He's going to have a Hall of Fame career in Dodger blue. Now, will the Dodgers be back in the fall classic next year? After this trade, I think that's a pretty safe bet. And we've got less than 20 hours until the NBA's trade deadline. Let's catch these trade wins together. It is going down right now in the NBA. Last night, you had a big blockbuster trade. Clint Capella, he's headed to the Hawks. You got Robert Covington, the much-needed wing, is headed to Houston. We're going to break that trade down, and then I'm going to give you the latest on all the rumors. Right now, lots of talk about Marcus Morris of the New York Knicks. He's going to be dealt. The Knicks still want D'Angelo Russell. Will Kevin Love, Tristan Thompson be moved? And now there's a new rumor that Alex Caruso could be on the move, but we're going to start with last night's mega deal. It was first reported by Agent Wojanowski and Sham Sharkani of The Athletic. You have 12 players involved in last night's mega deal, starting with the Atlanta Hawks. They get Nene and Clay Capella, really the headliner of this deal for the Atlanta Hawks, and then Denver. They receive Bates Jop, Gerald Green, Shabazz Napier, Noah Vonley, Houston's 2020 first-round pick, and then the Rockets receive Jordan Bell, Robert Covington, Golden State's 2024 second-round pick via the Hawks, and then the T-Wolves receive, they end up with Malik Beasley, Juan Hernan Gomez, Evan Turner, Gerald Vanderbilt, Brooklyn's 2020 first-round pick, and then a lottery-protected pick via the Atlanta Hawks. So lots of players on the move, and the first takeaway from that is the big piece was Clint Capella going to the Atlanta Hawks from the Houston Rockets. Now, I've been saying for months now, since early December, the Rockets need a wing, and Robert Covington is the perfect fit. I've been talking about Robert Covington going to the Rockets Four months now, and Daryl Morey and the Rockets, they got the deal done. Now, the question is, what will the Rockets do at the center position? Well, they went small the other night. P.J. Tucker starting at center at six foot five. The Houston Rockets became the first NBA team to play an entire game without a player listed taller than six foot six since the New York Knicks in a January 31st, 1963 loss to the Chicago Zephyrs. That's how long it's been since the team went that small. Now, if you're Clint Capella, hey, you go from a team, they were so close against the Golden State Warriors a couple years ago. They're clearly in the mix this year. You go to the Houston Rockets to the worst team in the NBA. That's got to hurt. Here's a live look at Clint Capella finding out he was getting traded to the worst team in the NBA. Man, go playing with me, man. No, for real, don't play like that. 
you, are you serious? How you know? Put that on everything. No, but if you're Clint Capella, I think you like this move because you help usher in an entire new era along with Trey Young in Atlanta. If you look at Clint Capella, since 2016, their offense has completely changed in Houston. 2016, the Rockets ranked 7th in plays finished using pick and roll in 2016 and 2017. In 2017 and 2018, they were 9th. 2018-2019, they were 23rd. This year, they're 30th in the NBA. They're not scoring points like that anymore. They're spreading the floor. They're letting Russell Westbrook and James Harden get to the hole or shoot threes. Lots of spacing. And really what Clint Capella is, he's a rim runner. 3.2%. Of his offensive possessions are with his back to the basket. He's a straight rim runner, and if you look at the Atlanta Hawks, they rank fourth in the NBA in roll man usage. So fourth compared to 30th, that's the perfect fit. And if you're the Atlanta Hawks, I like getting Capella over Andre Drummond. He's much more familiar with running that pick and roll offense, and I like the move for the Atlanta Hawks. I'm going to give it an A for ATL. I love that move for the Hawks. Now, as far as the Houston Rockets are concerned, it's a little more complicated because, one, yes, they got their guy. They coveted Covington, and they brought him to Houston, but now they compromise their depth and their front line. Look, P.J. Tucker, he's their most valuable defender, but he's only six foot five, and those minutes, he's, his minutes are supposed to be reduced. Now the minutes he's playing, he's banging with centers, okay? You're going against teams like the Lakers, the Clippers, like the Nuggets, teams that are big up front, that's going to hurt their chances. Now, taking a look at Robert Covington's numbers, he's averaging 12.8 points per game, 6 rebounds, 1.2 assists. He's shooting 43.5% from the field, 346 from 3, but he's a much more capable shooter than his numbers indicate. He's a better shooter than his numbers are showing this year. He's got great hands. He's a great team defender. He's got great size, great mobility. He can guard four positions. And also, he has two years left on his deal. So you add him to this core with Westbrook, with Harden, with Gordon. It extends this Rockets championship window with that core. But how much of a toll will it take on this front line? They really compromised the depth of their front line by shipping out Nene. And you shipped out, of course, the centerpiece in Clint Capella. If you look at this Rockets defense, they're coughing up 114.5 points per 100 possessions. That's 14th in the NBA. They're also 27th in the NBA on the defensive glass. So they're going to need help. So it all depends on who they're going to be able to bring in in addition to Covington. Look, Jordan Bell helps. He helps their depth. But on the defensive end, Tyson Chandler just can't cut it at his age. But according to Kelly Eco of The Athletic, the Houston Rockets are closing in on a deal for a center Currently talking to two Eastern Conference teams, in addition to a center, they're willing to take on additional salary in exchange for assets. So who could it be? Could it be a Taj Gibson? Could it be a Miles Turner? Could it be an Al Horford, a Tristan Thompson, a Kevin Love? Could it even be Andre Drummond? You just never know with Daryl Morey and the Houston Rockets because, hey, if they get an impact center, that is a game changer. If they just get a serviceable center, I like this move considering the Covington edition. But if they get an impact center, Houston won't have a problem. Houston will be a problem.
And we've got some breaking news here on the Get More Sports Podcast. It's Woj season. Woj bombs are coming in. And Adrian Wojnowski just reported that the Memphis Grizzlies have traded Andre Iguodala to the Miami Heat. Andre Iguodala, Iggy, is headed for South Beach. Wojnowski just tweeted, Memphis has agreed to a deal to send Andre Iguodala to Miami. League sources tell ESPN. Iguodala agreed to trade and has agreed to a two-year, $30 million extension with the Miami Heat. So a two-year, $30 million extension to stay with the Miami Heat. He would go on to tweet, Pat Riley clearly sees an opportunity to make a run with these Heat. Riley has been working to trade for Memphis's Andre Iguodala and Oklahoma City's Danilo Gallinari. League sources tell ESPN talks are ongoing. And Tim McMahon tweeted, Jay Crowder and Solomon Hill are late scratches for the Grizzlies on trade deadline eve. And then just seconds ago, Adrian Wojnowski tweeted, Justice Winslow is part of the package headed to Memphis in the Iguodala trade. League sources tell ESPN. So, the initial takeaways are, one, Andre Iguodala, he was never going to play in Memphis. David Aldridge already reported that he was willing to sit the entire year. And then the other takeaway is that the Heat is on. Pat Riley really believes in this Miami Heat team, and he's looking to trade for Danilo Gallinari. So you got Andre Iguodala. He gets that extension, $30 million. And what this also means, and what this also means is that Andre Iguodala will not end up in Los Angeles. It was rumored for months that he wanted to end up with the Lakers or the Los Angeles Clippers, but now that is not going to happen. Another rumor is that he was going to play out the year with the Clippers or Lakers and then rejoin the Golden State Warriors. But based on this information, he's going to end his career with the Miami Heat. And Pat Riley, Eric Spolstra, Mickey Arison, they're all in on this Heat team. They're currently sitting at fourth in the Eastern Conference at 34-15. and They're right in the mix for that number two seed. And the other rumor is that they're going hard on Danilo Gallinari. So who knows what that deal would look like with Danilo Gallinari. And it's also been reported the Pelicans are willing to trade Drew Holiday, but they have not not been blown away by any offers so he could still be had if the price is right and teams offer up key assets for Drew Holiday but hey Iguodala talk about a genius Andre Iguodala he sits out three-fourths of the season and gets rewarded with a two-year 30 million dollar deal this is a guy averaged five six points a game we'll see what he can do with the Miami Heat look he's got that championship pedigree he's got that finals MVP under his belt and I think he's exactly what the Miami Heat need right now but this is not enough this is not enough for the Miami Heat they're still one deal away from legitimately being Eastern Conference threats to the Milwaukee Bucks. They got to go out and get a Danilo Gallinari. They got to go out and get a Drew Holiday. But it is just a start. And thanks to Miami, this trade deadline is heating up. But before we wrap, I want to hit you with some get more sports facts of the day. It's all about Mookie Betts. Mookie Betts, his name was Mookie for a reason. Mookie Betts' real name is Marcus Lynn Betts. His mother chose those names because she wanted his initials to be MLB. Mookie Betts was committed to the University of Tennessee before he was drafted by the Boston Red Sox in the fifth round of the 2011 Major League Baseball draft. He ended up going to the Red Sox instead. He was a great basketball player in high school. He won MVP of his league, averaging 14 points, 9 assists, 
three steals a game, and Mookie Betts is headed to the Los Angeles Dodgers. Want to give a shout out to a Get More Sports Day One. Big fan of the show, John Sherman, celebrating a birthday. Happy birthday out here from the Get More Sports Studios. But that is going to do it for episode 98 of the Get More Sports Podcast. Don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review the podcast wherever you get your podcast these days. See you guys Friday. Have a great rest of your day, and I'm out.